This is the Meatbag Podcast with Dylan Bettany. Hello everybody and welcome to this instalment of Meatbag. I am your host Dylan Bettany and this is episode 10. Can't believe how quick the last 10 weeks have passed. A huge thank you to everybody who supported me and joined me on this new venture. It's been a fun journey and my goal is to deliver a fresh episode each week. Between managing time, life's demands, work, hitting the gym, spending time with friends and family, and on top of that, throwing six extra scoops of ADHD, it's quite the balancing act. But having a goal is just a piece of the puzzle. It's the motivation, discipline, and creating those healthy habits that hold the key to achieving our goals. And that's what this week's episode is all about. I'll be discussing discipline, motivation, habit forming, with practical advice that's so straightforward, even Joe Biden could follow it. Let's dive in. So motivation, that's the thing we all pretend to have when we post those inspirational quotes on Instagram or buy that Carpe DM wall art from TK Maxx or TJ Maxx for my American listeners. Nothing screams seize the day like discounted wisdom, right? So how do we stay motivated? How do we summon the disciplined fairy and make her sprinkle her magic dust all over our faces? We all have goals, whether it's achieving that fall-like physique, tightening up our soft asses, learning a new skill, a new language, could even be saving for a house. For some people, setting goals is like making New Year's resolutions. Many people start the year with a gym membership and a fridge full of green smoothies and low-fat yoghurt. And because of this, in January, my gym looks like the Omaha beach scene from Saving Private Ryan. It's a war zone in there. People everywhere. You can't even get on a treadmill. But come mid-February, it's back to the usual suspects. The motivated have lost their motivation and the disciplined are still going for it. Turning their goals into habits. When people say, I don't know how you go to the gym. I wish you had your motivation. It's not motivation. It's discipline. Like I mentioned about the podcast, making sure it's researched, it's recorded, it's edited, that it's uploaded every Tuesday. It's discipline. Motivation is why I do it in the first place, but how I do it is discipline. Motivation is the initial flame, but discipline is the fuel that keeps the fire burning. Like for instance, say a client is getting married and they want to lose 10 or 15 pounds. In the very beginning, it's motivation. It's the goal. They're getting married. They want to look good in their suit or their dress. If the client signs up to the gym and does three full body workouts a week, Monday, Wednesdays and Friday nights, limits their alcohol consumption, takes an interest in what they're eating, takes responsibility, maybe even journals their food with a food diary to keep on track, they are creating positive habits. Positive habits can have a powerful impact on personal development. Now let's say one random Wednesday night comes along and the client would rather sit at home, skip the gym, or a huge meat feast Domino's pizza, open a bottle of wine, they've had a long day, they're tired, wedding's not for another nine weeks, they could skip it, but they put their trainers on anyway and go to the gym. That's commitment, that's discipline. That's what we strive for. It's not motivation. Motivation is short-lived. Discipline is what puts you in the gym or downward dogging in a yoga class or doing lengths at your local pool or training for that work charity run. Discipline is accountability. It involves self-control, responsibility and our willingness to make sacrifices in the short term for long-term benefits. Discipline helps us stay focused. It resists distractions and helps us persevere. It is crucial for maintaining consistency in pursuing goals. And we all have different goals and aims. Some people don't have short-term goals. They might be in it for the long term. I train for countless reasons. One of those reasons is my future self. That's a long-term goal. It's like investing in a retirement plan, but for my abs. I'm in this shape at this level of fitness because the chunky monkey old me wanted to change his ways. Sure, it started with motivation, an initial goal, 
but actually doing it, getting off the couch, changing my diet, hitting the gym and being consistent, that took discipline. The only person that can do the work is you. Can't buy health, you can't buy a good figure or a good physique and you certainly can't buy the satisfaction of saying, I did it. Only you can do it. When people talk about celebrities, they say, oh, she has all her meals prepped for her or, oh, he has a personal trainer who helps him. Yeah, they do, but they still have to do all of the work, the heavy lifting. Discipline is the key to getting stuff done. It's the difference between reaching your goals and spending another year binge-watching Netflix while eating Doritos. Setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. The key to transforming goals into reality lies in building positive habits. You can't build biceps or thick glutes by lifting weights once a month. Shaquille O'Neal once said, Excellence is not a singular act to habit you are what you do repeatedly and those wise words bring us on to habit formation now forming habits is like building muscles at the gym you start small it's not about lifting the heaviest weights on day one it's about steadily increasing your habits just like adding more plates to the squat rack when i started researching for this episode i read it takes 21 days to form a habit then it's like nah it's six weeks no wait 66 days or somewhere between 18 and 254 days to form a habit because why be precise right it all dates back to a plastic surgeon in the 1950s called maxwell maltz he noticed it took 21 days for his patients to adjust to changes could be a new nose a new chin having their ears in the right place his observations were published in a book and boom this misinterpretation snowballed this observation became a fact and then it fueled almost every 21 day self-help book published over the last 60 years 21 days to a brand new you bollocks There are popular podcasts, even right now, singing from the 21-day hymn sheet. How long it takes depends on the person and what kind of habit they're trying to form. We are all different with different learning styles. There is no one-size-fits-all timeline for habit formation. I don't care what some geeky nerds say in a book. Now let's talk about what we do know. We do know that dopamine is a powerful motivator, encouraging us to persevere. Dopamine is your brain's way of saying, hey, you did it. It's like your brain's own personal cheerleader, except instead of pom-poms and a miniskirt, it's pleasure and reward. We can receive hits of dopamine throughout the day, even for mundane everyday tasks. Unless you have ADHD, of course. But we will open that kind of hyperactive worms in another episode if you imagine a couple let's call them sarah and joel joel never makes the bed sarah's constantly juggling a circus of chaos sarah says i'm sorting the kids i'm making the pot lunches i'm sorting breakfast and i'm getting ready for work can you please just help me and make the bed joel begrudgingly makes the bed now because sarah's happy joel avoids getting smacked in the head with a frying pan but instead he gets smacked with a hit of dopamine strengthening the habit and potentially turning him into the bed making icon sarah's been dreaming of habit forming can be broken down into five basic steps Step one, identify your goal. Pretty obvious, but be specific. Don't just say, I want to be healthier. It's more than that. Clarity on your objective is crucial. Step two, start small. If your daily exercise is walking to and from the fridge, maybe don't jump straight into 20k steps. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, but maybe start with a 10 minute walk each day. Start with small changes in the beginning. Step three, establish a trigger. A specific time and existing routine can be a great trigger. I had a friend asking me once whether he should take creatine. I explained all the benefits, so he bought himself a tub. I'd ask him how he's getting on with it and he'd say, I keep forgetting to take it. I told him, put it with your toothbrush. Every morning, it's right there next to your toothpaste. It's a daily reminder. For him, brushing his teeth is the trigger, the action. 
Step four, be consistent. I know it's cliche, but repetition is key. Like with my friend in the creatine, if he takes his creatine every day, it doesn't matter if that habit takes five days or five months. If he takes it every day, the results are the same and the goal is achieved. Step five, if it helps, log your progress. But be honest with yourself. Don't write something if you haven't done it. Share your progress with someone. If it helps, do it. Having a healthy support system makes everything easier. You have to embrace the process. Give yourself permission to make mistakes. Develop strategies for getting back on track. The time it takes for habits to form varies. Some people are better suited to forming habits than others. There is no reason to get down on yourself. If you try something for a few weeks and it doesn't become a habit, the only time that matters is what works for you. In conclusion, motivation and discipline are like ant and deck. You need both. Motivation is like the pre-workout of life and discipline is what gets the job done. And positive habits are developed through repetition. Combined, they contribute to personal growth and goal achievement. At the end of the day, Life is a competition. Don't be a spectator. Be the one holding the fucking trophy. Whatever your goal is, stay positive, stay disciplined, stay motivated, and remember, success is the ultimate flex. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'm super pumped to have this podcast. I'm here to help you through the unbelievable world of healthy eating. Fad diets, TikTok trends, I'll be debunking myths and deciphering Brenda from Work's food recommendations. Here we'll cut through the fluff and the nonsense, possibly some oversharing, definitely some ranting, but I promise it's going to be eye-opening. Thanks for listening, and as always, stay safe, everybody. This is the Meatbag Podcast with Dylan Bedenich.